You have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 3 Simulators. You have 15 new messages. Saturday, the 15th of October at 4:48 p.m. D. Wilinski, it is P. Bar. I'm calling you from the mountaintop of a flu-induced fever. Um, and I wasn't sure what game I was going to pick for this new episode. And then uh, I was watching Twin Peaks Season 3 last night uh, with Rila and my parents. And there's a scene where Sarah Palmer is watching her TV. And she's watching lions tearing apart some poor animal. And it's intense and brutal in the way that those kinds of nature documentaries are. Uh, and that kind of settled it for me. Uh, so I want us to skip from one animal to the next and go from fish to wolves. So we'll be playing Wolf Quest, uh, which, as you might imagine, <laughs> is a game where you play as a wolf. Uh, and on the website they call it a game about wolf ecology in Yellowstone National Park. So the idea is that you're an individual wolf uh, at Yellowstone doing wolf stuff, trying to survive, um, and it does have multiplayer, so we should try that out. Um, we don't have to be lone wolves on this one. So the game was originally developed back in 2006 as a collaboration uh, between the Minnesota Zoo and a company called EduWeb, which released in 2007. Um, and it had National Science Foundation funding at the start, uh, which gives the sense that there's a real science-y bent here, like an official science project uh, kind of game which I'm interested in, um, just because, you know, as they do with many things, games resist uh, being simple tools uh, to express simple ideas. So the ways in which the, uh, the science-iness is presented in a game, in a game language, I think, will, will be intriguing. Um, and it's got a long history since 2007. It's still being developed, um, but it's only been developed by EduWeb since 2013. And we're actually going to play the Anniversary Edition, which was released in Early Access in 2019. Uh, and it's a big overhaul uh, of the entire game and all of its uh, kind of DLCs. Uh, notably, they say that they redesigned the game, uh, quote, from the ground up for modern gaming expectations and computer hardware, end quote. Uh, and I'm interested in that modern gaming expecta expectations line there and, and what that will mean about what it means to be a wolf. Um, you know, how gamey is the life of a wolf? Um, that's, that's a question I think we can, we can tune in on. Um, I'll note as well that we were provided Steam codes, uh, for this game by the developer. Um, just so that you know, David, uh, because you got them. Uh, and in terms of big questions around this one, I'm really interested to compare it kind of directly with ecosystem, uh, that we just played. This idea of simulating an ecological system, you know, ecosystem did it where we're on the outside as a mysterious kind of force. Uh, or fish god, and here we've got an ecological system where in, we're inside it, we're one of the, the elements, which immediately sounds more compelling to me, but I'm curious about you know what that changes in, in the design approach uh, and the experience. Um, and then I'm actually just kind of interested in games where we play as animals in general. Um, I think there's some pretty deep design stuff and thinking about what it means to represent and play as um, a living thing in a video game. Um, and I think animals let the game designer do certain things uh, that they can't do when you're playing as a human, and that playing as a human obstructs uh, certain ideas uh, in play. But we can get into that. My other big question 
as who's going to be the first person to openly howl in one of these voice messages. Looking forward to your take. Bye-bye. Saturday, the 15th of October, at 6.04pm. Hey, Pippin, it's D-Dubs, as nobody calls me. And I am uh, sorry to hear you're not feeling well. And I am glad to hear from you and um, looking forward to playing uh, Wolf Quest alongside and hopefully with you if we can get our acts together in the coming uh, days. And yeah, I mean, I'm really digging the way, you know, our journey together is leading to um, one game sort of inviting and making room at the table for the next. And uh you know, it looks like, just based on what I've been looking at so far with Wolf Quest, uh, this is going to sort of remove the thing we kept running into with the ecosystem with just the plant life being a major part of the equation. And I've been thinking about our uh, path through simulators so far, how much to me when there's like strong game-like stuff in it, it sort of makes it confusing for me to digest. And uh, you know, I think this is intended to be an educational game, and I feel like the contrarian player I am, there's going to be a lot of stuff about wolves they want us to learn about, and I'm going to be trying to not learn the things they want me to learn and be poking at different types of seams. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to go in, open eyes, open heart, and I'm going to play on <laughs> permadeath. <laughs> I'm going to try to embrace the reality as much as possible because uh you know there may be second chances in life rarely uh but i think you know to really sort of try and embrace the nature of it uh gotta play for keeps and the question of how gamey it is remains to be seen i mean i watched a video of the game and it showed a wolf biting a bear and ripples of a red negative 13 number <laughs> showering all around it. And, uh, you know, I, I did some reading about it, too. And it said, you know, this version we're going to be playing is a remake with bigger maps. I bolded this more gameplay and more animals. And uh, gameplay is a whole tangent among critics that what does gameplay mean? There is no movie watch. There is no book read. You know, it says uh, there's going to be deeper and more engaging gameplay here for us. You know, we can customize our wolves. There's going to be uh, sophisticated ecological simulation. I mean, I'm going to be more interested in the uh, simulation side. I'm going to see how well I can focus on that. Because um, it always sort of fascinates me, all, that, all this effort that goes into recreating a world that we already have. Um, maybe not this exact Yellowstone National Park, but, you know, this is a thing you could reasonably do. But, of course, uh, not that we know of. We are not wolves in this life right now. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just wonder about, like, that. Um, and the reason I'm doing permadeath is because, you know, like, survival horror is a genre of video games for humans, but to animals, I mean, you know, if you, well, I think humans too, I mean, if you really started trying to embrace life and live in an unafraid nature, um, you just embrace death as a fact of life. And um, I think I've played games sort of like this, but I have not played this. 
and I don't usually play on the permadeath mode. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll see who howls first, or who howls last. <laughs> Bye, Pippin. Feel better, man. Bye. Monday, the 17th of October, at 2.51 p.m. Hey, David. It's Pippin Bar here with the voice of a person who still has the flu, but the mind of a person who is playing Wolf Quest. And who is playing Wolf Quest in the accurate difficulty setting. Uh, I couldn't find a specific permadeath setting. There, There is a setting about permadeath for your mate. Um, I guess the idea that your mate can die forever, which seems like, you know, reasonable. That's, that's, that's probably what happens. Uh, but the difficulty levels, this it defaults to easy, uh, and then there's one called challenging. But the accurate one, it, it seemed to make the most sense to me, that we are probably wanting this to be as much of a simulation as possible. And, you know, even the word accurate uh, evokes the idea of simulation and trying to reflect an underlying reality out in the world. Uh, so I'm doing that. Uh, made my wolf and showed up in the world standing on a ridge in Yellowstone. And I was told, by the way, I'm two years old and, quote, it's time to venture out on your own to find a home and start a family of your own, end quote. And that just reminds me of the the timescale for so many animals is so compressed uh, and they start so early um, being competent at things, you know, able to start a family, able to hunt for their own food. And, you know, I have a, I have a three-year-old, Felix, and <laughs> he's very competent, but uh, it's going to be a while before he starts a family of his own. So w- once I started the game, it, it assigned me a quest immediately. I guess it is called Wolf Quest, uh, which was Learn to Hunt. Um, and that surprised me a bit because I... I sort of assumed that at age two, um, I would have learned how to hunt. So I think maybe they mean that I, as a player, should learn to hunt. And I was a bit worried that it was going to turn into a big kind of tutorial fest. But then, actually, after it told me I had to learn how to hunt um, and catch a couple of uh, prey animals, it didn't actually... <laughs> it's not. It's not been very helpful since then. Which I appreciate, I should say. I'm, I'm almost relieved at the lack of information and help the game is giving me. Uh, because it turns out that basically, so far, uh, Wolf Quest has involved just being a wolf and walking around. Uh, for me. I'm not a very successful wolf, um, I should add. So I'm just kind of wandering around on these hills, uh, looking at trees, listening to bird call, uh, looking off into the distance, hoping I could see something to hunt. Uh, which for the longest time I did not see. I, I wandered around for a very long time before I saw another animal, uh, which again, I, I really like that. I know the sense of space and animals steering clear of each other. I, I, there's something about the place uh, that I'm enjoying being in, whether or not I'm succeeding at, at wolfish uh, pursuits. Uh, one thing I'll say too, I don't know if if you've done this already, but I found zooming the camera in as far as possible really important to get a sense of being one with the wolf. Uh, the default level of zoom felt very, very far away um, and distancing in a way that I I wasn't into. So I'm continuing on my wolf adventures. I haven't learned how to hunt yet, um, 
but I'm really encouraged by the kind of spareness of the game right now and its willingness to just, you know, throw me out in the wild and say, go be a wolf. Good luck. <laughs> How's your luck uh, holding up? Monday, the 17th of October at 11.15 p.m. Hey, Pippin, it's David uh, from the road here. And uh, before I went out into the wild, like so many wolves, um, I managed to squeeze in a good three and a half hours somehow <laughs> on uh, Wolf Quest. And it sounds like I'm fearing not that... Well, I mean, I would just... As, I, I'm fearing about as poorly as you are. I was trying to say I'm doing probably worse than you. Um, and I realize I think I may have hallucinated or just misread or misunderstood this whole permadeath thing on WolfQuest. Once I dove in, uh, I saw the things you're describing, and I've just sort of taken it upon myself to, when my wolf dies, uh, starting over, which, despite my three and a half hours and <laughs> seven deaths, uh, is really not any sort of great loss, although I am finding each life, I learn a little bit more. Um, according to a quick Google search, it tells me wolves start hunting when they're six months old. Um, they hunt with the rest of the pack. And uh, I am no wolf expert, but it is interesting that the game does start us off, I guess, sort of breaking with that reality somewhat. And I mean, I've had a lot of thoughts. I mean, like, the, I, yeah, I mean, I said I want to stay to the simulator, and I guess it's interesting the ways this sort of reminds me of Oregon Trail. There are also ways it reminds me of more traditional game games like, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Hitman and uh, <laughs> even some Metal Gear games. Um, but mainly, I mean, I do think there are ways that, as Wolf Quest advertises, uh, you are learning about what a wolf's existence is, and mainly it just made me understand why, you know, as you saw in Twin Peaks, really made me appreciate, like, why wolves are so ferocious, because it's so damn hard <laughs> to find and catch prey. Um, you know, I just was beset with very bad luck uh, on many of my hunts. I did get that same quest you're talking about. I managed to get one elk eventually, but I was thwarted, um... Repeatedly. Uh, the first time I played, it was 30 minutes before I saw another animal, even. And then uh, on a subsequent life, I finally managed to uh, trail an elk herd, <laughs> only to <laughs> injure my jaw biting it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have any sort of like grand big conclusions here. I will say that, like, there are these nice options. Um, I also turned off the music, and I also did the same thing you did with the camera. So there's 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 this sort of way we're both trying to zoom in on and sort of lock into the experience. I mean, you picked Wolf Quest. I guess I'm just sort of curious. Like, is there something specific you're interested in sympathizing with the wolf? Are you hungry like the wolf? Um, and finally, I just wanted to note that I'm playing as a wolf named David W., and you know what the W stands for. Okay, bye. Wednesday, the 19th of October, at 4.01 p.m. Hey, D-Wolf. Um, 
why WolfQuest? Uh, it's, I mean, it's partly because I like animals in general, which is pretty insipid. <laughs> I have a cat. Um, but like I said earlier, I think it's partly because choosing an animal as the main character of a game lets designers do uh, potentially interesting things because animals have different capacities and expectations from humans. Um, you know, humans are animals too. Blah, blah. Uh, just like, you know, animals don't talk, generally speaking, so you're not burdened with that particular form of expression, uh, which can often be a, a kind of a wedge in the believability of, uh, of a game. Animals especially move in very beautiful ways, which I think is one of the the core things about video games is moving perhaps beautifully through space. Animals lend themselves to that. So I just think that there are ways in which an animal game has a lot of potential. Uh, but most of all, it was about the violence uh, that I saw in that Twin Peaks episode uh, of the lions and, and their hunting and attacking. Because I've, I've made games about violence in games and I've written about violence in games... Uh, but it's all, it's tended to be about gun violence and human violence, and I think there are ways in which animal violence is more acceptable, or it's more it's a more reasonable thing to want to try and engage with, uh, not as entertainment, but as a thing of, of reckoning, or it's harder to maybe to make it seem like it's an entertainment. So that's that's Wolf Quest for me. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's funny that. The, the wolves hunting at age at, at age six months thing. It reminds me, you know, that we're two in this game, but we still kind of don't know what we're doing. It's such a classic video game experience as well, right? Like, you get loaded up into this body of an elite soldier, master chief or something, and then you suck. <laughs> and just the dissonance that the other people in that world must be experiencing as they watch your hopelessness um, is very typical, just like the other wolves in this game, I assume, are just laughing in the trees somewhere. But... And this is really uh, the, the main reason I'm calling you. I assume you've found this and you just haven't mentioned it, but yesterday while I was playing with, with Felix because he wanted to see it, I randomly hit a button on my controller. Uh, I think it was the left button. And it turned on Wolf Vision, <laughs> which was this... I mean, it's embarrassing because I didn't find it, but it was like it was a revelation uh, to see this. It, it changes the view of the screen. Uh, it goes first person. Uh, the world becomes grayscale. And the thing that you see uh, in color are the smells or the scents that are floating on the, the air uh, that, that lead toward different animals that have passed through the area that you're in. Um, and also tracks on the ground as well. And they're these beautiful colors uh, and they float and they move to indicate the direction of the, of the breeze. Um, it's incredibly beautiful. And it gives you this privileged access uh, to a kind of a, a way of perceiving the world. And obviously it's not a simulation of how a wolf sees things. Um, it's a metaphorical presentation. But it's necessary to the simulation because the thing I was missing this whole time was wanting to under, like, be able to perceive the world uh, in a wolfish way. And, and this gives me access to that. So I was so excited. I still haven't caught anything because Felix kept saying that he was the thing I was chasing and I didn't want to bite him. Uh, and kill him, because he's my son, uh, so I, 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 I didn't catch an elk, so I'll be back to the hunt now, um, but now I can smell. Uh, are you smelling the world, or only looking at it? Wednesday, the 19th of October.
at 5.08 p.m. Thursday, the 20th of October, at 12.17 a.m. Hey, P-dubs. What's your new nickname, I decided. Um, yeah, I'm smelling the world, bro. Um, people are always asking me this, and I can <laughs> put the rumors to rest. I'm smelling the world, and I'm, I apologize for uh, my video game shorthand of uh, yeah, the, my reference to Red Dead Redemption 2 is it has a hunting mode that is basically the same thing. Um, I guess Wolf Quest predates it, but it's things that uses the weather and wind and scent and, uh, oh man, I didn't know I was going to get into it here. Um... In Red Dead 2, it's just called tracking mode, but in Wolf Quest, this is like, you are inside the furry chassis of the wolf. Um, and I don't think you've seen it yet, but I was playing yesterday morning before being out all day, and I came across floating question marks, uh, which were associated with, I think, uh, hiker's boots. Um, and I don't know if you actually run into humans, that would... Uh, obviously recast the whole game and the dangers therein in a whole other way but some facts I read up on and saw in an informational video about Wolf Quest 2 uh, so playing on accurate I'm guessing this is the experience we are in for and we have been experiencing is uh, the scientists involved say that most wolves can spend hours and hours chasing an elk and they're unsuccessful nine times out of ten. <laughs> so we're either statistically insignificant and typical, or we are just both very bad at this game. Uh, you know, I do have some concerns. Is our experience with WolfQuest going to be blocked uh, if we can't proceed past this tutorial <laughs> opening mission, uh, which I've now spent about six hours on and been able to get past? Um, there's a bunch of other stuff with wolves that we could be getting to. Like, I see the next mission is about courting. Um, and I'm interested in that, but I'm also interested in just, like, the bleak nature of, you know, an excommunicated wolf, maybe we <laughs> imagine ourselves to be, um, in this game where we are suddenly at two, having to learn how to hunt, um... I don't know, I mean, it's just, it, it gets me really reflecting on, like, the individuality of the, the quote-unquote lone wolf and sort of the determinant, the, the, the determination of it. Um, but it's just, it's got me thinking about the wolf as an individual, and the wolf as an island. Um, something we glossed over, too, is, like, this is, I think, one of the more game-like features is before you create your wolf... Um, you have the option to customize it, which is like investing skill points, like D&D. Um, you know, basically it's like stamina and strength, I think, are the main ones we have to concern ourselves with. But um, thinking about it, it sort of recasts nature as this mathematical problem you can solve. And I think in nature, that doesn't really apply. It's just nature, it's the way of the world. Um, it's a lot of thoughts for you, but I'm wondering, as you've been playing, however much you've been able to play, 
how do you connect to the wolf self, or do you feel like you're experiencing something outside of yourself, if that is indeed the point of a simulator? Thanks, P-dubs. Thursday, the 20th of October, at 8.17 p.m. Hey, David Woflinski. Uh, reporting in from my living room, I actually thought of calling you from outside, but it's windy, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm no wolf. Um, I'm on the sofa. Uh, yeah, do I feel connected to the wolf? Am I outside the wolf? <sighs> it's a hard question to answer. My, my dad asked me something similar while I was playing today. Uh, and he asked whether I felt more connected to the wolf uh, from the third-person view or the first-person view when you're tracking. And I think it's complicated, and I think that's something about this this game and the way that we relate to animals and the idea of inhabiting an animal body. I mean, I want to say that I am connected to the wolf. I am the wolf. Uh, and I really appreciate this simulation, and I really appreciate how meaningful it feels to to be the wolf uh, and just to exist in its world and to be in this system that a wolf you know occupies its place in when I'm chasing an elk and I'm you know I'm biting its leg and it's it's kicking my face uh, and there's this death struggle going on and I you know maybe I don't get the elk, and it runs off, or maybe it kicks me to death, that has happened. Uh, maybe I kill the elk, that has happened as well. Um, there's something so beautiful, I think, about getting to experience this force of nature uh, from the perspective of one of its proponents. Um, I don't know, I, I'm kind of rambling, but I, I'm just, I find this game quite beautiful. And to that end, actually, I am going to switch uh, over to easy mode. Like, I'm going to set all of the easy settings because the game has done such a good job of being a wolf, you know, walking in the woods, uh, hearing the sounds, sm smelling the smells, and, you know, hunting and, you know, viciously killing things because you have to. Uh, I really don't want to miss other things that they've designed in here, uh, notably the idea of the social relationship with other wolves and finding a mate and having children. Uh, because it, you know, it feels like everything these people touch is magic right now, and the fact that it's a simulation feels like it's kind of at the heart of that. There's not, there's not a narrative. There's no swelling music. I guess I turned it off. Maybe there is, but there's, there's no music. Um, there's no real quest system. There are suggested things that a wolf needs to do, but you know, a wolf needs to do those things, uh, and yet it's an emotional. Exp experience it's a beautiful experience it's um it's kind of sublime i don't know i don't you know I don't, we know we're not reviewing this game but do you like it thursday the 20th of october at 9 18 p.m hey pippin yes i like wolf quest <laughs> do you like me yes or no i'm passing you a note um yeah you know i came on pretty strong before we started playing um and it's tempting to stick to those purest roots of let's play on the most punishing um setting but uh you know i as i said i've passed six hours and although i would be content to commit 
to carrying on, not making much progress aside from killing one elk. Um, there's a lot of stuff beyond it I've read about and seen in videos that I would like to experience for myself, i.e., you know, courting other wolves and raising a wolf family and seeing what happens because um, I'd like to experience it because it is uh, beautiful, as you said. I mean, the wolf synesthesia mode is probably, you know, the most psychedelic, weirdest thing where you just see black and white and stark colors flourishing everywhere and the question mark is memorable. Um, I do want to say, you know, there are these very game-like aspects that I've picked up in this most punishing mode and uh, the difficulty speaks for itself but there's also a lot of really strange things you can come across um, I guess some of it is intended to make it more game-like uh, I reached a couple points in Yellowstone where I came across this large formation of I don't know, pillars made of stone, and I was alerted by some pop-up that I had, you know, gotten some fraction to some achievement or something. And then I later found a uh, bucket I could carry around. And <laughs> I don't know, there's just something so whimsical and strange and unexpected about it. And I'm like, yes, I love it. This game is secretly super weird. Um, uh, last night I was playing and I came across a watchtower, which I had come to before, but I had never been there at night before. And at night there was a cauldron of some liquid boiling. I think it was soup. And so I uh, urinated near it to mark my territory. I was just staring at this bubbling surface in black and white steam coming up and then this yellow indicator of my pee-pee. Uh, right nearby it, and I was like, I don't know if I can go any further with this game, and I wonder what it's like on an easier mode. Um, so let's do this. Let's get into easy wolf mode. D-Wolf out. Friday, the 21st of October, at 10.16 p.m. Hey, David. Uh, quick message from me, uh, sitting outside on my front doorstep this evening. Uh, out of wolfish interest in the night. <laughs> um, I have put it all on easy mode as, as we discussed and I think one of the things that struck me first about that is how much I've obviously learned about wolfing, uh, at least in Wolf Quest. Uh, I was able to kind of, you know, tear off from the starting position straight into tracking view straight into finding an elk herd, straight into running after an elk and biting it on the leg. Always seems so mean. Uh, taking down an elk, um, eating it um, with a little Chianti, and then heading off, finding another animal, which I thought was an elk, which it was a deer. guess I wasn't paying enough attention. Ate that, um, and then eventually found another elk and ate that. So I have successfully learned to hunt um, by the standards of the game, which wants you to get to elk, and therefore am ready to do the, um, the mate thing. And the fact that I knew that I was coming made me really attuned to the fact that, um, as you know, you can, one of the things you can smell is other wolves, and you can smell 
the kind of wolves that they are. So you can smell pack wolves and you can smell you can smell dispersal wolves like yourself. And so it was much more interesting to me as I ran around uh, smelling dispersal wolves around me uh, and knowing that I was going to have to try and make friends with them <laughs> next time around. Uh, I haven't done it yet, but that's that's my next objective. Is I'm going to get near some dispersal wolves and I'm going to howl. Uh, a hell of a howl. Uh, the other thing I wanted to just kind of leave on, it's a, not a fully formed thought, but the thing I keep returning to when I play this game, um, at least in its hunting fashion right now, is how how it's kind of an example of a wolf. Or just that I think when I think about animals like wolves, for instance, I think about them in this sort of discreet way. You know, it's a, oh, it's a wolf. It it, it bites an animal and, you know, feeds its young, etc. But it's very discreet. It's very either non-temporal or just temporally bounded. And when you play Wolf Quest, you're a continuous wolf. And you get this realization, I think, of like, oh, these, these wolves have to do this all the time like the wolf has to it has to kill an elk yes um like on the nature documentary but then it has to do it again you know days later because it's got to keep eating uh and that really resonates with me that continuous wolfing um and again you know this is the thing that a simulation brings is it's not just a fun narrative of being a wolf where you do a hunt and then you move on to the next level it's like you've got to keep hunting you got to eventually feed your young you got to not die um, and I think that continuousness and the way that it's necessary within a simulation mode is a really beautiful thing to experience uh, about another kind of an animal. Um, so how are you doing on easy mode? Woof, woof. Friday, the 21st of October at 11.38 p.m. Hello, Pippin. It's me, David. Your friend and fellow wolf. Um, ironically, I'm hitting a wall uneasy <laughs> as well. Like you, I came right out of the gate. I killed two elks. Um, and then begins the learning process of how to attract a mate. And uh, ironically, you know, playing on hard for so long... You know, I also watched a couple of wolf documentaries to try to understand the source material, try to see if that could help me understand how to play a little bit better, how to lock into wolf gear a bit. And I was sort of proud for a while. Um, the game had sort of taught me, or I was able to learn how to, I think, play in a more wolf-like manner of trying to stick to high ground, trying to make prey... Um, separate, you know, prey from their herd, chase them down. All of this is very easy to do and not necessary. I mean, you can just straight up, just like a cartoon chase, just go get an elk and kill them and they're gone. Um, which instantly made the next thing of finding a mate uh, a whole new learning process. And I haven't figured that out. Um, I got killed twice going into rival territory as the game recommends to try to lure a wolf away from their pack to come and mate with you when you are DTF as a wolf and instead I just uh, got 
chased by very angry wolves that were not happy to see me. Now, there's this whole new thing of like an emote function, a whole wheel you can do where you can uh, choose what to do with your tail, choose what to do with your head, choose what to do with your posture. And I haven't figured out how to do that correctly to show submission or to try to, you know, seduce, <laughs> seduce a wolf. Um, I got chased a lot by wolves I had wanted to mate with and chased in this sort of horrific video game way of, you know, it's a bot that's chasing you, even though it's represented as a wolf. And this is just like very much on your heels. Every single twist you make, they're going to do instantly. Um, I went to a creek. I tried to run around rocks in circles. They just went on circles. It sounds silly and madcap, but, you know, I depleted my stamina very quickly. The wolves killed me. It was harrowing. It was tragic. It was awful. It was freaky. Uh, And this happened twice, and I haven't figured out how to get around that. So instead what I did was I sort of tried to chisel away and erode at rival packs by just sort of urinating (laughs) randomly to make their standing in that area fall down, see if maybe that would make, you know, help me get such a a little bit less of a hostile reception. Um, But I haven't figured that out. And I wonder how you're doing now? And it's just sort of making me think about how humans seem to be the only species that sort of stop and ask why we keep going. And I don't know if our lives are really any better because of it. I mean, we certainly get to talk about ourselves much more. Uh, But yeah, the other sort of follow-up question to my last question is like, well, I'm curious how you've been connecting with your wolf, but also, I mean, how do you sort of reconcile (laughs) this wolf knowledge you've been, this wolf brain you've been stepping inside? Yeah, let me know. Thanks, bye. Saturday, the 22nd of October, at 4.41 a.m. Sunday, the 23rd of October, at 1.29 p.m. Hey, David. Um, At this point, I'm just going to give up on the idea that I'll ever actually reach you and i'm just going to keep talking to your answer phone uh so i've got a mate now um sorry to hear that it's it's been a struggle on your end it sounds brutal uh very literally being murdered by uh by other wolves can you call it murder if it's wolves just killed um i took the slightly safer tactic of finding a mate among the dispersal wolves uh that live kind of in the center of the map uh, where the territory isn't claimed uh, rather than going after pack wolves uh, who have allegiances and complex social systems I didn't want to mess with. And it was kind of easy. Um, I don't know how I feel about the the emote system, as you say. So I, uh, I showed up in front of three uh, female wolves and emoted my heart out. I tried to, tried to project confidence and happiness, did a lot of tail wagging, uh, rolling around on my back and gradually zeroed in on a, a she-wolf uh, who kind of reciprocated those uh, kinds of emotions. Uh, and we bounced em- em- emotes back and forth until she uh, was ready to go steady. And so we, we enter a trial period and we went off and we killed an elk together and now we are a mate pair. And 
while I didn't love the uh, the emote system, I think it. I mean, it's like the whole game in a sense is like a Turing test affair, right? Like the Turing test is a computer trying to convince uh, a human that the computer is a human being uh, through language, through through kind of speech. Um, and the game is like us trying to fool uh, a world full of wolves and other animals that we are, in fact, a wolf. And I think the uh, the emote system is kind of interesting uh, on that uh, dimension because it's very literally like, you know, hi, I'm a wolf. Look, look at me. I'm a normal wolf. I'm wagging my tail. Uh, please like me. And it feels a little artificial for that reason. It's a moment that highlights that I'm not a wolf, um, more so than the kind of immediate visceral nature of the tracking view, which I think is a, a brilliant use of game style, um, interface design, uh, to give us access to some idea of what a wolf experiences. Uh, so I have a mate, um, and it's it's lovely to have a mate. Uh, hunting together, I think, you you get the sense, again, and this is why this is a brilliant simulation, you get a sense of why wolves are pack animals and how it helps to have somebody else biting the elk in the neck while you're biting its leg, or, you know, taking it down together is so much easier and so much safer. Um, and now we're ready to start our whole new life together. We've um, gone to Slow Creek, and now we have to mark out our territory because I can tell you, David, that she is pregnant with our with our pups, and we're going to have to raise a family. Um, and I'm I'm excited about that. Um, I'm sorry that our time with the game is winding up, actually. Um, final thought, uh, which um, I don't know how how we can take this. We probably don't have time to take it anywhere. But I'm drawn to that your comment about kind of reconciling myself with the wolf and. It occurs to me this this weird similarity between you know wolf DNA and the idea that wolves are out to perpetuate their genes. Uh, the game explicitly states this when you start having children, uh, and that therefore the wolf has to be the way that it is because that's what it has to do. Um, and then I think about DNA code versus C sharp code. This is a game made in Unity, as far as I know, and C sharp is the programming language that similarly. Uh, defines the way the wolf has to be, right? Like, the gameplay is like your DNA uh, driving you to be a wolf and nothing else. That's it. Bye. Sunday, the 23rd of October, at 3.25pm. Hey, Pippin. Sorry I missed you. I was uh, out for a hike and just got big back in and uh, saw your call. So, yeah, I'm also surprised that our time with Wolf Quest is drawing to a close. Um, I'll, I'm glad to tell you <clears throat> I have found a mate, a hunky male wolf named Starmaster, who's four years old. And uh, I gave birth to four cubs. We are the granola pack, and we live at the Haight-Ashbury Den. And I felt similar to you in the courtship process, and. I guess this will be my final words on Wolf Quest, perhaps, depending on how much time we have left on the tape, but I've been thinking about how instantly I made these decisions to pair up with a male wolf and to try to convince the male wolf I'm a wolf too, and this sort of, <laughs> hello fellow wolves, how do you do touring testing you're talking about? And I mean, ultimately, I mean, of course, we knew it would come to this, I think, even if we didn't say that, you know, WolfQuest is going to be simulating some sort of animal instinct. And I 
feel like WolfQuest is about surviving and at all costs, but being smart about it. And so I'm curious to hear with what little time we have left, what does that mean to you? Survival at all costs, but being smart about it. Um, also, I want to tell you that I found a straw hat in the game, and I've been carrying it with me everywhere in my injured jaw. Okay, bye. Sunday, the 23rd of October, at 10.50 p.m. Hey, David. Uh, calling from my patio sofa for probably one of the last times this year as uh, the fall creeps along and winter approaches. Uh, and WolfQuest winding down for us. Uh, we both came into it, I think, pretty determined uh, to play it on hard mode. I think we were both um, of the opinion that that was the most simulation-y approach, that it was the truest form of play. And I think there's something to that. Um, and as you know, as we know, the game calls it accurate mode, so I think that there's a sense that the game is at its closest to the wolf experience, uh, at least in terms of the dangers of wolfing uh, in that mode. Um, and you know, through that we got to experience the urgency of the tracking view and the kind of wolf synesthesia, as you uh, as you described it, the beauty of representing you know, a wolf's sensory capacity in a way that we as humans can understand. And that's that's something the video games have always had to do. Uh, I guess they always have to represent things that your character or your role knows about the world that aren't, you know, that aren't part of the world. Um, something like a health bar is, like, classic, right? And if you think about Punch-Out or something like that, you have to know how you're feeling. Uh, relative to your potential unconsciousness and the easiest way that games found to do that was health bars it's uh, it's it's so lovely that wolf quest you know went all the way to this incredibly beautiful um, abstract kind of stream of colors and lights to represent how a wolf might perceive the the smellscape um, around them and then, you know, we've switched to easy mode because we were interested in seeing more of the wolf's life and we weren't capable of seeing it otherwise. Uh, and so we both got to meet our mates and have pups and got to experience how meaningful it was to have a life partner in this game. And it occurs to me there's not that many, so many games that really achieve that. Uh, the classic game where you have a partner is probably passage, but in that, the whole point is the partner gets in the way. Uh, here, having a mate is, um, you know, really special. It's it's a person, a wolf, that uh, that helps you and, and works with you to achieve the hard tasks that a wolf has got to achieve. Um, and I think that that's a really beautiful outcome as well. So, I feel like I understand wolves more than I used to, and I feel like the game allows me to see wolves as continuous, um, not just a momentary vision on TV, not just an awareness that they do things like kill elk um, or have, have pups, but as beings that are living entire lives um, and putting the work in. So um, I wish you and Starmaster and your pups all the best, and um, I'll see you in the next game.
End of messages. Thank you for calling GameFix. For more information, please hang up and dial GameFix. Dot life. Goodbye.